Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. In today's study of 1 John, we continue our mini-series, Beholding Christ. Today's focus is on admiration. So 1 John 3.16 reads, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. So, you might notice in here that you do not see the word admiration. You don't see the word worship in this verse either. And so, what are my grounds for focusing a whole episode on the admiration of Christ based on 1 John 3.16? Because if I'm inserting my own ideas on scripture, then I am in the wrong. I am sinning. I must not put my views onto scripture. So why do I get admiration of Christ from 1 John 3.16? Because this is crucial. If I can't give you a good reason for focusing admiration of Christ, focusing a whole episode on that based on 1 John 3.16, then I'm basically wasting your time. So why have I gotten admiration of Christ out of 1 John 3.16? So we see that John puts the focus on Christ. He says, by this we know love, that he laid down for his life for us. Christ crucified is how we know love, by this. He wants us to look at Christ crucified. And so I have a passage um, from Revelation 5, 11 through 14, and it reads this. Then I looked, and I heard around the throne, uh, around the throne and the living creatures and the elders, the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the throne, or excuse me, and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. So I see in this passage that Christ, when we see him, the sacrifice he is he has made worthy is the lamb who was slain that we are to worship and it says and the elders fell down and worship they saw Christ who had died for vile sinners so that they could come to know him that inspires worship so when we are to look at Christ as John tells us to by this we know love then we are to worship worship must be our response So how are we to biblically worship? Well, we're going to look at that today. Admiration and worship. Those are what we're looking at. And when I use those terms, I use them synonymously, just for some clarity. So first, we must know what we worship. So we talked about this in the last episode, adoring Christ. We have to know what we're worshiping. John points us to Christ crucified, so we must know about him. We must know what we're looking at. We're looking at Christ crucified. we got to learn about that. We must adore Christ, consistently learning and constantly learning about Christ and meditating on him. That is the foundation for our admiration. If we don't know what we're worshiping, we are frankly worshiping an idol. Because if we don't know Christ, if we don't know anything about him, we're just worshiping a figment of our imagination. So we must learn about Christ. We must know what we're worshiping. So next, we must know why we worship. 
because Jesus has shown his love to us. That is the reason. He's shown his love to us. Vile sinners. John says, by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us. So after we know who Christ is, and we know who we are as vile sinners who do not deserve grace, who do not deserve eternal life, who deserve separation from God in hell, that's what we deserve. But yet we get grace from Christ. That is why we worship. We worship a Savior who had no need to save us. He had no need to humble himself and take on humanity. He didn't need to do that. But he did that out of grace. He showed love to us. By this we know love. This is how we know love. That is what John wants us to know. And that is reason for worship, as we've seen in another book that John wrote, Revelation. So, after adoring Christ, then we can admire him. We admire him because he humbled himself by taking on humanity for us. We are to constantly be in worship of him. We must first learn about him. We have to examine what is this. We have to know the why is this important. We have to know about it. Then we can worship. Then we can rightly ascribe praise to Christ. So finally, we must know how we worship. How are we to put this into practice? So first, we must worship Christ in our prayer. Prayer is where so much happens. Prayer is crucial to our life. It's how we learn more about Christ. It's how we reflect on him. It's how we worship. It's how we give thanks. And it is how we apply. It is how we ask God to strengthen us. So today we're going to look at worship. That's what our focus is. We worship Christ in our prayer. We worship him for what he's done for us. When we pray, we are to lift Christ up. Christ must be the focus of our prayers. It cannot be ourselves and our own needs Our prayer must center around Christ because that's who we're talking to and that must be the center. Christ must be the center of our attention and our treasure. He must be our treasure, not our needs, not our wants because those are good, they're important and we do lift those up in prayer. However, Christ must be the center of our attention and our prayer. So we must also worship Christ in our actions Notice what John says, we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. After looking at Christ, after seeing how we know love, we ought to worship Christ in our actions. And we're going to get a little bit more into that later, so just hold the thought on that one. So, we also worship Christ in our thoughts. Notice how John says, by this we know love. We're to think on this. Our thoughts are to be directed towards Christ. We are to worship Christ by constantly focusing on him. That's how we show him that we treasure him, by him being the center of our thoughts, by constantly looking to Christ in our thoughts. That is how we lift Christ up. That is how we show him that he is our highest treasure. If If every weekday, every weekday and Saturday, our focus is on this world and that's all we're thinking about, and then on Sunday mornings we think on Christ, that's not good enough. That is not, that shows that Christ is not our treasure. He's our duty, and that can't be the case. Christ must be our treasure, not a chore. Think of school. I think of school during the weekdays because I have to. That is a duty that I have to. However, 
I don't think about it on the weekends because hallelujah, I'm not in school right now. I'm not doing homework and I'm not constantly trying to solve math problems, you know? However, with Christ, that is what I constantly focus on. It's not, oh my goodness, thank goodness, church is finally over. I can finally think about the sports game. Let's go Redskins. No, we are to constantly be treasuring Christ always because he is our satisfaction. We are not to look to him as merely a utility, but as our as our satisfaction, as the deer longs for flowing streams. We enjoy that refreshing water. See in Psalm 42. So we are also to worship Christ in song. This is probably what you thought of when you think of worship. Psalm 9:11 says, "I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me." So we see that the psalmist has adored Christ, he knows about Christ, he has treasured Christ, and now he's going to sing to Christ. After we see the why of worship, and we see how we're to do it, we see that in song. And that is a big focus on worship in the Bible. And finally, we are to worship Christ by showing him to others. We worship Christ by showing others just how good he is. We are to worship him by obeying his Great commission, go and make disciples. And that must, we must live a life that is centered on Christ, a life that worships Christ continually. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com.